1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
3: Stardom or sit em, who will be a boom this week? Who will be a bus? Upper Hand Fantasy gives you the insight on the best matchups and the best lineups for fantasy teams this weekend. Get the Upper Hand with hosts Faraz Siddiqui and Zach Rizzuto. They do all the hard work so you don't have to. Just listen, get smarter, and set your lineup. Brand new episode each and every weekday. Follow Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We got a Chris versus the fans lined up. Phone lines are open, ready to roll. Let's get to it.
2: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: Right now, you'll have a chance to qualify for the grand prize. A two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook, the world's largest race in book, plus a spa treatment for two at Serenity Spa and a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. Mr. Scraby, give us the rules.
4: You have to make it through three questions. Each question's going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question, or you win. Now,
3: yesterday the phone lines were down, so we we we're not weren't able to get involved, get into this game. But uh, they are back popping today, and we got three contestants hoping get trying to get some more uh, in case uh, Chris does what he tends to do in this game, which is dominate.
4: I would like to uh, offer up a gentleman's suggestion.
3: Gentleman's suggestion yes. from Matt Scraby.
4: If you would like to play the game, we love having you play, but I, I'm getting a lot of complaints about the lines being too jammed, and so I think if you want to play, I think we have to institute a once-a-week rule. What do you guys think about that?
3: I don't like the rule. You want You don't like it? I uh, do we really have that many people like calling repeat callers? Sometimes. It depends on the day. depends on the day.
4: But I, I get DMs sometimes saying that the lines are busy and they're trying to get through. Chris, what do you say? Well, the line the, I don't know. God, I turn like, on your mic over there.
5: Well, usually you turn it on. <laughs>
4: God, I'm glad the,
5: the, I didn't say what I just about <laughs> said there. The, 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 the See would have had to, to beat the
3: show. <laughs> the
4: one thing he's responsible for is his microphone. And it's my fault.
3: It's great what you do. You do turn the mics on and off. Dude. Well, here's Don't my here's right my
5: thing I, here's my thing Chris. on the uh, the issue at hand, which is not whether or not Scrapy knows how to turn my mic on. <laughs> uh, there are at least three lines available right now, so if you tell me that you're calling and it's busy and you can't get through, call because there's o- the there's open lines right now. I'm going to try calling. You think that those lines are broken, and that's why they're not. I do. We've had, we've
4: had this situation happen a couple times,
5: Chris. So that wouldn't
3: be on our contestants, then, if two yeah, phone lines be are broke? Yeah, on contestants.
4: I don't know. I think people want to play, they should be able to play. Yep, we have three broken phone lines. Oh, ah. well, that's why I get that fixed. My number's I'm sorry about up. that.
5: I just, I, I find it hard to believe that the same people, I mean, I'm sure that the same people call because they want to play the game. I get that. But I'm surprised that the same people get through all the time. Well, it seems to me that the people who like to play and haven't had a chance to play have to to get a little more effort. Sorry, but I, that's. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and make sure that every single person has played. You know, only once this week. No, I would like for you to take down phone
4: numbers and then cross reference before <laughs> <each> <laughs> contestant. Pretty unlikely. Uh, I uh, yeah. There, the people that play every single day are the ones that call early, and sometimes I close the phones. But even when I open the phones, they're still on the first. They're still on the they're first working, line. They're
3: working hard to be first, man.
4: They are, but.
3: They really you want to play. play? every day. I'm but sorry. I, I, All right. We'll, well, listen, we'll let you, we'll, we'll, let, we'll you let you end. deal with
4: it. <laughs> since, I, 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 you good luck.
3: Seems to be quite irritated There about would
4: be, it. there would be, <laughs> there would be three, well, I'm irritated because I want them to, st- I want them to, I want people to realize that I'm not turning away I'm their just, Yes, listen. you are. You're, I, you're actually
5: playing favorites over there. You sit there just, and wait I'm for happy people, people, people call, to call and then you just, you, if you don't recognize the name, you hang up on them because you want familiar
3: people. That's that's not true. I know. He wants unfamiliar for <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. you are still, you know, playing favorites though cuz you're turning away the names it. What if it's a name that you recognize and it's not the name though? It's a different different same name different person? That's
4: different then. Like a like a what? Doug Smith or
3: something. Yeah, what well, if there's a Doug on there and then you just assume it's the Doug that calls all the time? I will need your social security number. <laughs> Let's let's get to our first contestant, Todd Out in Hamol. Todd, welcome to the show. You mean this isn't Dominos? <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's not, not, not Dominos, man. Sorry. Here we go, first question. But,
5: hey, just, so we're, hey, just just so we're clear, this is my first time ever calling.
3: See, that's oh, why you're on first hey, you time. First time. Ca- see, this is this is Scraby's master plan right here is to have I didn't know first this, time callers I all the time. First time player. Play us. So here we go, on to the second round. From 1949 to Ooh. 1954, what team won the World Series?
5: That's a two. Yeah,
3: <laughs> five
5: straight. Get it, Todd? I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Giants. It's gonna go with the Giants.
3: Maybe it should have been a number two. It is a number two.
5: <laughs> Yankees. Todd! Todd! I thought you'd get that one. Todd, I thought I you had get it, that man. One. Yeah, thought I thought you had I didn't it. Get that one. But thanks for calling.
3: Thanks for uh, competing your first time. Move now
5: there. you've uh, broken through, Todd. well, we, We'll Ooh. hear from you again, I guess, next week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh. Under the rules that Scravy has <laughs> instituted. <laughs> Let's go to our next contestant. Hunter, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday to you.
4: Happy Tuesday. How's
3: it going? It's going Pretty well. Hunter,
4: have you called already this week? <laughs> No, not this week. I'm yes, just <laughs> kidding. Or, Chris, or last week. Okay, thank you, because Chris is just doing the job that he should be doing. I appreciate this. I appreciate this. All right, the vetting all right. process. Here we
2: go.
3: First question. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. If you are the best fielder at your position in baseball, what color glove do
2: you get? <laughs> Uh, I believe that's the
3: gold glove. Nice job. Scravy, Scravy you, you are off the chain with well, this Well,
4: I was question. watching TV doing the <laughs> questions, and I was like, hey, let's just put this one at a number what one. What
3: color glove do you get? Question number two.
4: <laughs> well, how would you
3: have asked <laughs> it? How
5: would you have asked it? he's all defensive now? No,
4: I'm not.
3: Ah, oh, sorry. The Padres had three win streaks. Tied for the most games won in a row in 2022. This one was tough. It's to a word. <laughs> could, let me try to read this yes. again. The Padres had three win streaks. Tied for the most games won in a row in 2022. How many games was it? How many games did they win in a row three times?
2: <laughs> okay. I think it was five.
3: I think you are correct. Nice word. Right. Right. Hunter,
5: nice there job. There we go.
3: Hunter, we move into question number three. I can't make any promises on this question. Pretty crazy
5: that you made it all question. the way to the NLCS without ever winning more than five games in a row. That is but true. It happened.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. I think the folks out here will like this question. What team has lost the most World Series? I'll just say the Yankees. The Yankees. Stay
5: there,
4: stay there, stay there.
5: Uh, no, the Dodgers. The Yankees. Pe- sorry, sorry. I, missed, I hit the wrong one. Sorry about that.
4: All I mean, right, Hunter, good playing. Dodgers good have playing. lost
5: 14 World Series. And the reason I know that is because it was part of our pop quiz today who had been to the most <laughs> World Series, and the Dodgers had been to 21 and lost 14. It's kind so of I how I knew. Down. That question.
3: Yeah, we'll go. Ahead. We'll go out to El Cajon and bring on Brandon. Brandon, welcome okay, to the show. Okay, Brandon, let's go. Happy Tuesday. Let's go. Hey guys, how you doing? We're Pretty doing good. well, brother. Pretty We're good. doing well. Here we go. First question. What team did the Padres start their season against this year? Arizona. Correct. The nice Diamondbacks. Job. Nice job. Question number two. What caused game three of the 1989 World Series to be postponed?
5: Uh, that would be an earthquake.
3: That would be correct. An earthquake. I'll never forget it. Huge earthquake. Never forget it. Question number three. Mm, This actually is a good question, Scravy. Thank you. Two players saved four games in this postseason. Name them both.
4: Josh Peter. Okay. And I'm going to say Dominguez for the Phillies.
3: Sir Anthony Dominguez. Stay
4: there.
5: Stay there Hmm. I can't think of his name So I think it's the guy For Cleveland But I don't remember His name I honestly don't So I am gonna make Brandon A winner today
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nice job Brandon
3: The answer Was Hader. And actually Astro's closer, Presley. Oh, yeah. Presley. At yeah. four.
4: Well, see, so
5: it didn't matter whether I came up with it or not. No, it did Brandon, not. Brandon, way to go. Brandon,
3: nice work. Hang Stay on the line. There. Mr. Yeah. Scraby will take care of you here shortly yeah. as uh, we have finished uh, this segment. Uh, how much? Are, how far are we away from these uh, revealing of well, the cost? Well, they just
5: revealed the uh, 10 through 7, and uh, LSU is number 10, USC 9, Oregon 8, TCU, despite being undefeated, is seven, which means that they've ranked Alabama above them. And then the other five undefeated teams are still in the running, which is Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, and whoever the other one is. (laughs) Off the top of my head, I can't think of who it is right now. Clemson? Clemson, yes. Thank you, Scraby. Very good. Uh, So those will be the top six, but they have not revealed what order those six are in yet. But I can already hear the TCU people crying. That that's you, Braden. <laughs> I was about to say, we'll hear it tomorrow before our show. Uh, he'll be going off. He'll be going off tomorrow. a little behind Liter- the scenes. literally
3: as we're coming on yeah. air. He'll yeah. be he'll be telling us how terrible yep. the committee is.
4: Yep, I just I was just about to say that. Like almost every day now, we have to ask Braden to leave the studio because he's talking about one of his teams being wronged,
3: which I I agree it, with. I mean that yeah. The difference is he, you're on our show. So you know, you get to you get to waste time during our show. to Give us your grievance of uh, of your teams that are have been uh, been done wrong. All right, let's get to break. When we return, oh Alabama! Number, I can't believe number that. six. Huh. That's
5: crazy. Well, the other five are undefeated. So ah oh,
3: yeah. I mean, it's not above uh, the committee to put a, a one loss Alabama team into. Uh, like first top four. <laughs> Even though they lost to Tennessee, they put it ahead of them anyway. I've seen it before. Me too. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, the Odyssey fantasy football recap is on its
1: way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
5: Right, nicely done by Brandon. He wins today's Chris versus the fans. Welcome back to Gwynn and Chris. 420 is the time. Chris, hello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Mr. Scraby. The uh, college football playoff uh, poll, first uh, top 25 of the uh, season, is out today. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by this. But a further, some further knowledge, and I don't think you'd be as surprised, Tennessee has been named the number one team in college football. Not Georgia, which is uh, atop the AP rankings. Tennessee is number one, Ohio State two, Georgia three. Clemson is in the number four spot ahead of Michigan, and then Alabama six. TCU, Oregon, USC, LSU rounds out the top ten. Now, Tennessee has already beaten five ranked teams. Georgia has beaten one. So... That to me makes sense why you'd put Tennessee number one, Georgia number three. And it really doesn't matter where you put them because they're going to play each other this weekend in Georgia. And certainly Georgia will have every chance to prove that it belongs in the number one spot that the Associated Press has them ranked. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a... I think you, know, you have to give credit to Tennessee. I mean, when you've beaten five ranked teams, including Alabama, that's a better resume. Then Ohio State, which has beaten two ranked teams, Georgia's beaten one, Michigan's beaten one, and Clemson's beaten three. TCU's beat four ranked teams, but they're still below Alabama. So where they start though, way down there. But that see this that's not supposed to come into play. Right. In these rankings. Right. That's true. That's true. This is supposed to be a complete, you know, blank Slave, canvas yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever. So uh, they chose Alabama above TCU for now. TCU's still got, what, four games left. Uh, you know, maybe they can still move up if some others lose. But it's going to be difficult. Of course, the Pac-12 is pretty much out of luck. I mean, Oregon 8, USC 9. That's as high as anybody out here on the West Coast is. Anyway, we'll see how it all turns out. I'm just delaying as much as I possibly can. Because I really don't want to do... I know, I know. I was like, okay, Checking yeah, yeah, out today's right. fantasy football... Segment. Uh, but I guess I have no
4: choice. So scrabbing. Yes. Get us rolling. Alright, well, fantasy football this week. Uh I will start with my team. I was playing Braden. Speaking of TCU. And you know, I had a pretty good week because I had to play. Patrick Mahomes was on bye. But I had to play Tua Atonko Viloa as my quarterback, and he ended up doing very well for me. He ended up with uh How many points did he get? Because his app is not loading. He had 29.1 points. That's pretty awesome for a backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. I ended up with 156.9 points. I also had Christian McCaffrey here at three total touchdowns. And that is with a zero because Rashad Bateman threw up a zero. Tyreek Hill is also obviously one of my superstars. 31.5 points. Is Tyreek Hill one of the only guys in the NFL that no matter where he goes He's the superstar. You know, Patrick Mahomes was the superstar with Tyreek Hill. But I feel like Tyreek Hill is a good enough football player that it doesn't matter who's his quarterback. He's going to find a way to win. Well, he's going now, to find you're, a way to, now you're taking a true roundabout
5: to, way to knock Tua down by saying No, that, I'm
4: not knocking Tua at all.
5: Uh, you're totally knocking him by saying I, it doesn't matter intention. who his quarterback is and he's going to get good numbers.
4: Basically, what I'm saying is, is, is Tyreek Hill underrated in a weird way. Does he have a bigger? I think
3: impact? he is. I think he is underrated. Okay, thank and, you. I, I, but Phew, it was hard. That one. It was hard. I think you're seeing it now because he was on a, a team with a ton of weapons for a long time, right? And a genius. I think that most people would consider offensively in in Andy Reid, right? And so you just thought he was a part of the machine. But I think what he's showing is that he can make because of how good he is and the attention he causes. He opens up a lot of things for a lot of other people. And he makes Tua's job a little bit easier than it has been over the last two years. That takes nothing away from Tua at all because he's done... The middle of
5: the field is wide open Wide watch open. Miami games. And that's because Tyreek Hill is running deep. And if you're going to play up close to the line of scrimmage against Tyreek Hill to keep beat. him from running to the middle of the field, then he's going to do what he did to the Ravens yep. that day. Just yep. run by you and catch deep touchdowns all day long. You've got to... You've got the, he's He's got the respect with the speed that no cornerback feels like they can stay with him. No. So they give him 15 you, yards. You
3: constantly see, even when they appear to be playing bubble run, you see them bail, which is whenever <laughs> yeah, you see the, right. the corner take off running before the ball is actually snapped, that's usually what they're doing with Tyreek Evans. Or the Tyreek other
5: thing Hill. with Tyreek Hill is he's, he's a really... He's fast, which helps make him. But he's a good runner. He is. I mean, if he gets the ball on that screen, you think he might take it all the way every time. He doesn't, obviously, but he seems capable. He's yeah. been a huge pickup for oh, Miami. Yeah. I mean, he's changed their offense because you know, last year they had Tua, they had Waddle, they had Gesicki. He's you the know, only thing they that's really the changed. Whole team that they and have and the now coach. a lousy offensive line. They got a different coach and. Uh, you know, they got Tyreek, and now their offense looks like it's humming along. All right, so Scravy so, won yeah, with so a big 156. Yeah. Tony, I'll let you uh, mm. dissect our game
4: because I don't really want to go through it. I have it.
5: Yeah, no, no. Oh, I, you
3: got it. I, I got it up. I was just— Let uh, the
4: guy dissect his own sorry, game. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to. He had this look on his face like maybe he was still trying to get there.
3: No, I got it. Uh, yes, uh, we had a uh, showdown at the OK Corral, <laughs> and uh, I got a victory. Uh, I had a few standouts. My standout obviously as as Chris mentioned yesterday, AJ Brown. Uh huge day. Six catches, one fifty six, three tubs. Had a nice day. Nice finally I had a nice day for DJ Moore. Although it didn't help his team win a game. <laughs> he certainly helped my team. He caught that eighty yard pass at the <laughs> right end at the to end. give you a bunch of points
5: <laughs> and then he celebrated and cost his team the game. He did. By moving their extra point back. Listen
3: the reason I'm four and four. I had the first pick in this draft, and the reason why I'm 4 and 4 is still because of uh, my first pick in the draft, Mr. Taylor. Yeah. Jonathan still Taylor has, not has just not gotten going. No. Now, I've been saved by none other than Geno Smith. Which is insane. Which he, he has played lights out Nobody football. No predicted that. No, no one. And, uh, I, you know, I, as Chris brought up yesterday, I almost, I mean, thankfully. His team didn't have a good day because I did make a substitution late in the process. I started Singletary, Devin Singletary, for the uh, Buffalo Bills because I wasn't sure that uh, that Lockett, Tyler Lockett, was going to be healthy. Turned out he was healthy. Not only was he healthy, he got a touchdown pass, but it didn't matter. I won 146.58 to one oh six. Point six eight over, uh, which Mr. basically
5: L. means that if AJ Brown didn't play, and get thirty nine <laughs> points. You still would have beaten me. <laughs> uh,
4: I, I gotta say, for Chris, I feel really bad for you because I, I have the. I was watching this matchup obviously over the weekend. <clears throat> I knew that Tony had AJ Brown. I saw him catch those touchdowns, and I felt really bad for
3: Chris. But the killer in, in – the match by the matchup by the way started off good for Chris. Yeah, it did. Because we had an early week game there. Oh, it was Godwin. Yeah. Got him, got him and 13 points. and a half. Got me out to a little bit of a My game, Ravens but. defense wasn't that great.
4: But uh, Chris's kicker scored 21 His points. His kicker
3: scored 21 points.
4: But the one that would really, really, really get under my skin and maybe possibly cause me to lose sleep is DJ Moore going off against me. Because the guy goes off against no one He these days.
3: literally had not done very much at all. That I just look
4: at me. my team. I mean, I can't control the other team.
5: And I look at my team. What, did I score 106? Yeah. yeah. That's not enough to win. So... And as long as I have only one real running back and my one real running back, DeAndre
3: Swift He just got back yesterday, right? He just
5: got back, and they also take him off the field when the ball's inside the five yard line and hand it to Jamal Williams. Oh, that's annoying. So it's very <laughs> annoying, annoying to have DeAndre Swift. He scores, you know, some points, but he, he gets a lot of potential touchdown chances. He gets, he gets a lot
3: of yards is when he's right. when he's healthy. Yeah. He doesn't score a touchdown. He's not so. a bad player, but no. he's
5: not the ultimate fantasy weapon. And, you know, my team is without uh, Rashad Penny out for the season. J.K. Dobbins out for probably the season. That guy, I don't trust him coming back. So, you know, I'm down to like my fourth and fifth running backs, and that's too bad. And I don't have a good team. So I didn't deserve to win with 106
3: points. Both leaders in each division are 5-3. and three, So no one's out of this that's thing. That's true. This no, point.
5: Still very, very close. But I, I personally, I'm at 3-5. and five. I'm going to need... Something to change somewhere. Like somebody who's not supposed to be good is going to have to be
3: good. I, uh, I just checked the, out the In, Chris's, in Chris's division, <laughs> there's only one team that has a winning streak right now and it's the it's it's your it's your nephew i know and he's I was five. just about everybody, to say everybody to win it again everybody has lost a game like it has no has a losing streak right now except for him because i went to the playoff bracket and the playoff
4: bracket has uh the first two players with buys would be your your nephew or your yeah your godson yeah and coach cantera yeah. is number 2 i'm 5th but this is all going to change so yeah, it's so all going to go. change but it that
5: really annoys me slow. i didn't realize Poor John. he was winning so much johns
3: lost 5 in a row John? John Serio. Yeah. Really? Five Guy. in a row. Or
5: not John Serio. John uh, uh, Flint. John Flint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's lost From, five in a row after a 3-0 and 0 start. Yeah. Wow. Thomas
3: Andrews, five in a row. Five Sorry. in a row for Thomas. Well, Sorry, Thomas. Well, maybe because you do Thomas that dumb thing
4: with your, uh, your lineup. Maybe... That's odd right.
5: Thomas, one
4: day we'll get it right. <laughs> he
5: the, that's right. He does do you the know anybody, no one's in his lineup. Yeah, listening to your fan, anybody out there who plays fantasy football, do you play anybody who puts no one in their lineup until one minute to 10 a.m. on Sunday?
3: <laughs> it's so annoying. I don't get why he's he he going that. to forget. He, he, he doesn't want to tip his hand. He doesn't want tip to tip his hand as to what? <laughs> what are we going to do if we know his lineup?
4: Uh, you're going to
5: make You might Thomas. try to match up.
3: Odd Thomas, you are odd. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: you were on. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Um, oh, this is yours, Chris. Yeah, that
5: wraps up our fantasy football segment. Thank goodness. Uh, this weekend I play Scraby, and um, I'd like to pop off, but I don't have a very good team, so I'll take you know, my shot. No, you probably shot. will beat me. This All right, just I probably goes. will beat you just since that's what you think. Uh, we'll take a break, play a, a big five when we come back. More Gwen and Chris on the way. All right, heading into the big five here, 437 is the time. Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, this hour, 97.3 The Fan.
4: Brought to you by anybody in particular, Scraby? Uh, not this one. No, nobody brought us this hour? Uh, we can tell you that, uh, yeah, this hour, we'll say it right here. This hour, 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Gomez Trial Attorneys.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: Seriously injured? Get a real trial attorney. Get Gomez. Get
5: Gomez. And, of course, if you miss any part of the program today, including Tony Gwynn Jr. reclaiming the uh, championship that is rightfully his. The champ is here! In the uh, pop quiz. You can go back and listen in any part of the program at 97.3thefansd.com or on the Odyssey app. Tennessee is the new number 1 team in college football, followed by Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson in the first rankings that have just come out. A little while ago, World Series Game Three is on tap tonight. They'll get underway in about a half an hour. In Philadelphia, NFL trade deadline: biggest name move today. Bradley Chubb, the All-Pro uh, rush edge rusher, I should say, from the Denver Broncos, traded to Miami Dolphins, and uh, the Dolphins will uh, deal away a number one pick and Chase Edmonds. There's some other moves today. T.J. Hawkinson goes to the Vikings. Naheem Hines goes to the Buffalo Bills. That's Steve funny.
4: Nash is out as Brooklyn Nets coach. There you have it. Do you find it interesting that they traded in division with the uh, Vikings, the Lions?
5: Yeah, but the, not that the Lions did that. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a dumb move, I think.
4: Yeah, I think Honestly,
5: so, Honestly, I mean, trading a guy into your own division where he's going to burn you two more times every year. Seriously. I, but, I mean, the Lions are a bad franchise, man. They're a bad franchise. I don't think Dad, Dan Campbell is a bad coach. I think he's working in a bad franchise. I mean, I don't know. the he's Lions have been... He's not proven
4: much to me at the coaching position anymore.
5: What's that? He's not proven much to me as a head coach. No. I mean, but the GM who's... I mean, it's just the Lions are bad. And they've been bad with, you know, any number of people as coach. They got one playoff win in... Let me see. 65 years!
4: That's... A lot. <laughs> you... That's it. Tony just looked up from where he whatever he
5: was up to. He's like, "What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Sixty-five years, they have one playoff win. That's all for the Lions.
3: So that uh, it hasn't been a um, not on a hot fun street. road there.
5: <laughs> they're the unlikely. They, they put players
3: into retirement. Yeah, they're they unlikely
5: did. to get one this two, year. Two they got of the, the best players in the ever in, in NFL history <laughs> couldn't just, wait to quit just playing. That I'm done. That's true. Sanders and uh, Megatron.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's
5: right. <laughs> All right, check traffic, Scraver, then hit us with a big five.
0: Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
2: It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. Oh. The one, the only.
4: Oh my God, who the hell Cash.
2: The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
4: There are a lot of different sports to bet on right now. Don't make stupid bets. BetQL analyzes every bet from every game to find you the most profitable opportunities. NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and more. Visit betql.com or download the BetQL app today.
2: Number five.
4: We're going to get right into it. The 19th-ranked Aztec men's men's basketball team has a final tune-up coming tonight at 7 p.m. at Viejas. They have uh, their yearly exhibition against NAIA School San Diego Christian College. Mark Ziegler wrote about the team this morning and one specific problem that they have, and it's a good problem. Head coach Brian Dutcher said, "Quote: I might have six or seven starters, and it's just going to be what it's going to be. If you play well, you're going to be in there. If you bring value, you're going to get more minutes." End quote. Tony, what are your expectations for the Aztecs men's basketball team this season?
3: Without having them seeing them play one, uh, one possession. I mean, it, it feels like this, should, this is like a, a deep run into a tournament. There's this hype year. here. Yeah, There's I hype. mean, like. It feels like anything less than beyond the Sweet 16 could be disappointing a little bit. I mean, that's how it feels. Again, haven't seen them play one possession this year. But based on the squad they got coming back and and what they looked like last year, based on the transfers that they they got in this year that are going to be big pieces to it, based on the depth, uh, there are a lot of signs that point to that direction. Chris, uh, what are your
4: expectations for the Aztecs men's basketball team this year?
3: I want to
5: win a uh, NCAA tournament game. I really do. I mean, as good as this team has been for as long as it's been good, the last time they won an NCAA tournament game, if I'm not mistaken, is 2015. Beat St. John's. Lost to Duke in the second round. Each of the last three times they've been to the NCAA tournament, they've been bounced in the first round. Last year, the uh, heartbreaking overtime loss to Creighton. They lost to Syracuse when Buddy Beheim went crazy a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also lost a uh, very close game to the University of Houston. I believe it was Dutcher's first season. So I want to win an NCAA tournament game. I agree with Tony. Sweet 16 seems like it's very doable. You'd have to win two NCAA tournament games to reach that, but... You got to you got to get one before you can get two. So let, let let's play toward March. Let's make sure we win an NCAA tournament game this time around. And I think that obviously sounds like they're capable of doing that. And I just wanted to add that I think Dutcher is 100% onto it. If you've got seven guys that should be starters, play them all, and tell them that whoever the best five are, are going to play the last five minutes and finish the game. Yeah. Create competition on the team. Yeah. That's a great way to have success. And I'm pretty sure that's how Dutch will play it, so. Number
4: four. Sitting at 3 4 and 1, the Indianapolis Colts have made changes to their team by benching Matt Ryan in favor of rookie Sam Ellinger. They all they still lost Sunday's game against the Commanders. Now head coach, who also calls the offensive plays Frank Reich, has fired offensive coordinator Marcus Brady, who's been with him in other positions on the team since twenty eighteen. Frank uh, Reich said, quote this was an incredibly hard decision, but one I felt <laughs> exactly exactly. It this wasn't was... hard
5: at all when they told you if you don't do it, you will be you the will be, be fired. fired.
4: This was an incredibly hard decision, but one I felt needed to be made in the best interest of the team. Sure. Frank Reich is 40, 32 and 1 since 2018 and has only made the playoffs twice in that time frame. Chris, when is it time to fire Frank Reich?
5: I don't know. If I was a Colt fan, I would want to fire Jim Merce first, but mm. I can't fire Can't owner. fire owners. Yeah. I don't know. I was really impressed with Frank Reich in the Hard Knocks show last year, for what that's worth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Colts yeah. had the in-season Hard yes, Knocks show. I, I really liked Frank Reich. I, I, I thought he was, you know, motivating. I thought he was honest. I thought he was pretty smart. So, you know, I liked what he had to say. Of course, the whole thing blew up at the end when they lost. to <laughs> it did. Jacksonville.
4: And he he ended up kind of putting the blame on Carson Wentz. A
5: and bit. frankly, I was mean, it he,
3: him? I don't think it was him. No, was I think Jim it was Ursae. the owner. Yeah,
4: the owner squarely put it on Carson Wentz and
5: ran him out of town and gave. Frank Reich a worse quarterback to work with than Matt
4: Ryan. I will say that Frank Reich has had a new starting quarterback in every year that he's been head coach with the Colts. But
5: the other thing he has is a great running back in Jonathan Taylor, and he's got to find a way to make him great again. So, I I, I blame Frank Reich a little for that. Uh, I'm in no big hurry to fire him. I think right. he's a pretty good coach. I just think he's got a really tough owner to
4: deal with there. Uh, Tony, when is it time to fire Frank Reich?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of with Chris on this. I um, I'm reluctant to move on from Frank. I think he's a good coach. Just think he's uh, the, hands the, are tied. No, no, it's he's been put in a position where he's. It's like it's like the Colts are. They feel like they're a quarterback away, but all the only quarterbacks they can get are kind of like either you know uh, a Matty Matt Ryan yeah. type. Or who was the other guy before that? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Some, I don't want to say retreads, but guys who are at the end or haven't been able to play at the level that they once did in, in quite some time. I should look this up right now, but did Frank
4: Reich uh, come into that head coaching job with Andrew Luck as his quarterback and then he retired? I
3: think he did. I, he I mean, did. that would be tough. That would be tough taking a if job. If I'm not knowing... mistaken, I think that was supposed to be his – I think that might have been his see. second year where Luck came back and was like, "Now nah, I'm good.
4: Right before the season, and funniest thing I'll never forget is that O.J. Simpson had drafted Andrew Luck in fantasy football. Of course like,
3: you would remember like that. Like
4: 20 minutes before that, and he put up a video on Twitter saying that Andrew Luck needed to watch out, and everybody was like, watch out, Andrew Luck, because you never know. Um, <laughs> is Andrew I, Luck
5: still healthy and walking among he us? Is, he is, he is, he is, and he's
4: enjoying his career. or his uh, time away from the field, it's it's not loading the stats, but I'm trying to figure out when he retired, and it's just NFL.com is not doing it for me right now.
3: Okay. We can come back to it. Move on.
4: 2018 was his last year, so, yes, that was Frank Reich's first year as coach. That would be tough. That would be tough to lose him. Number three. Last Thursday, Nets guard and free thinker Kyrie Irving took to Twitter to promote a movie on Prime Video that came from a 2015 book. It's normally okay for players to promote what they are watching and reading, But most of those are not as controversial uh, controversial as what Kyrie promoted. According to people in the know, the movie and the book is full of anti-Semitic language and ideas... And I wrote this this morning, so I have to change it to Nets former head coach Steve Nash said, quote, there's always an opportunity for us to grow and understand new perspectives. I think the organization is trying to take that stance where we can communicate through this and try to all come out in a better position in both more understanding and more empathy for every side of this debate and situation, end quote. Well, he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because, again, he he has been let go by the Nets. Tony, many are saying the NBA should suspend Kyrie, so... Do you think this is a team issue or an NBA issue? This I, this posting of the movie.
3: I think it could be both. Um, you know, I think it can be a team problem, obviously for said reasons, but it could be an NBA problem because, and I think there's a reason why you saw the NBA, NBA or MBPA. Yes, MB, yes, uh, yes. Release a statement, basically, uh, basically, you know. Not distancing themselves, they basically just flat out, you know, have have come down on you know the side of of folks who believe that Kyrie was wrong in terms of his anti-Semitic view or comments that he made. And so, I think there's an education process that I think the NBA may need to get out in front of in terms of educating some some cats why the words they use are anti-Semitic. I think there's a little bit of um, ignorance involved, and as there always usually is when it comes to these type of things. And so, yes, the NBA can certainly get ahead of this and and, and really educate their league. And I also think the team, you know, can do the same thing. It, it could be a kind of a, a full-fledged effort, if you will.
4: Uh, Chris, is this a team issue or an NBA issue?
5: Well, I think it's going to
4: take everybody. You know, it's going to take
5: it's going to take a village. Yeah, so that means the NBA has got to step in and, and educate. The Nets have to step in and, you know, try to work things out with Kyrie Irving right now. And that they're making an attempt to do that right now. Sean Marks, their general manager, has already said that Kyrie Irving's not going to be made available to the media for the next few days. He was not made available last night. He will not be made available after their game tonight. Mark said, um, "You know, I think we have to, uh, you know, we have to, we have to sit down. We have to talk. We have to, we have to figure out how we can get things going in the right direction here and and educate. So that's what that's what Sean Mark said. I think the Brooklyn Nets are stead- headed in the right direction. You know, I'm so anti hate. It's just difficult for me to understand where Kyrie Irving is coming from in yeah. this. But I, I hope that it's, you know, just a little bit of." you know him being uncertain exactly what he's what what he's getting behind here
3: i think that's everybody's hope right is that it's it's more around that than it is that actually he's hate. thinking this right. way right
5: i mean you know his his you know african americans have been you know trying to reverse this kind of trend for hundreds and hundreds of years and have made a lot of progress a lot of progress has been made can't turn around and start hating on another group so I just hope that, I hope somehow this this is just a matter of Kyrie not quite understanding what he's getting behind here, and I hope the Nets are able to, the Nets and the league are able to educate properly.
2: Number two.
4: Jake Paul, the boxer, beat Anderson Silva over the weekend, and Paul is not happy with people of his generation. After the win against Silva, many people flooded social media saying it was rigged, and Silva was paid to throw the match to continue Jake Paul's winning streak. He said, quote, I lose faith in my generation and my peers, and us as a society and a world... Who said this? Jake Paul.
3: Knock it off, I
4: lose faith in my generation and my peers, and us (laughs) as a society and a world when I see that type of stuff and that type of stupidity, it just sucks. Uh, I dedicate everything, sacrifice everything, every single day, have a... Get this, guys. Have a 15-person team working around the clock to help me become the best boxer possible. And when I do something like beating Anderson Silva, they try to take it away from me. But I know deep down, and I guess that's all that really matters, end quote. Chris, what does Jake Paul need to do to make people view him as a legitimate boxer? This is... Because he does think that he is a legitimate boxer. And I'm not saying he's not... Because uh, I'm not a Fine. boxer, so Chris, what does he need to do to make him a boxer in your eyes? I'm going to have to plead the fifth on this.
5: I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Jake Paul. I beat, don't know an actual, about beat
4: an actual fighting boxer. Boxing. Who's what actual boxer has he beat? No, I'm saying, does he need oh. to beat an actual boxer? That was
5: going to be my answer is that he's just got to become a boxer. But I I, 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 I'm speaking out of not really knowing. I, I haven't followed anything about Jake Paul's career. Doesn't he have another brother that?
3: Logan thinks of himself
5: Paul. as a fighter too. No, oh,
3: I don't know about that. But he's I know a that... WWE fighter now. Logan Paul is. Yeah. Well, I saw him in a match. Man, these Paul brothers did well for themselves. Hey, hey listen, buddy. What, what did uh? I mean, Russell, this guy what did was Russell...
4: originally a uh, a YouTube guy. A YouTube. Well, the brothers were like YouTube guys. Okay.
5: Uh, what did
3: Russell Westbrook say about uh, Patrick Beverly? Uh... Hey, Pat Bev out here tricking y'all.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and Anderson <laughs>
5: Silva,
4: who he beat. Whom he beat was a UFC guy.
3: Yeah, Correct. yeah, and he
4: was a legend, but he's, but, but he's not a boxer. From what I read on the MMA Junkie website is that he's not a boxer. He's more of a wrestler, a jiu-jitsu guy. Uh, and so Jake Paul Jake Paul also said that Nate Diaz would be no problem for him. But I wouldn't talk about Nate okay, Diaz can, like that. Can, can Has I,
5: Jake Paul fought an actual no, real boxer yet? No, no. Well, Tony, then, that would, then that would be my answer. Fight a real boxer and beat somebody like that.
3: I think that is the, the simplest term. Although I did find his whole montage to be a little bit pod calling the kettle black. I mean, come on, Jake. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I I do have a tremendous amount of respect for how much work he has put in. He has. Because he's not a bad boxer. But if you really want people to take you seriously, you have to actually get in the ring with a real boxer. Not not a spider. Not, who is it? uh, Tyrone Woodley. All these UFC Train guys. Now you're calling out um Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Yeah. Come on man, like if you if if you really want people to take you seriously, you got to fight a real boxer. All right, let's go to
4: number 1 real quick. Number 1. If you would like to do terribly at your job and get paid a lot of money, become the Auburn Tigers football head coach because they fired their coach yesterday and they fired a coach a couple years ago, Gus Malzahn. Guess what? They're paying 36.8 million dollars. To coaches that are no longer coaching for their school. They're
5: getting better, though. They paid $21 million to the first guy in only 15 And this to the is true. Uh, maybe we'll talk
4: about it on the other side.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
0: Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in, and listen to a participating station for a minimum of sixty minutes to get your daily entry and. You could win a chance to fly off to London with 3 friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com/taylor. Tay in the UK it's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. <laughs>